everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in and welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode and a huge shout out to the Kids Club for sharing last week's episode on their Facebook page. I truly appreciate all of the support I've received since I've started this podcast, but if you are new here, please feel free to go back and check out all of the other episodes that I've uploaded as well as episode number two because it really goes in depth over Dakota's diagnosis as well as our journey over the last seven years. So it gives you a really good idea of who we are as a family and what we've went through. So for this week's episode, I'm going to be covering therapy. Since birth until now, Dakota has been in therapy. He has received therapies his whole life. He has done therapy through a wide variety of different formats. And one thing that I really like to stress when people ask me about therapy is that I like to remind people that it is a tool or a resource to help you help your child. And I will say for me personally, it took a little bit for me to truly understand that because I knew what therapy was. I had heard of therapy. I know people who are therapists but I didn't have any personal experiences to truly understand how it worked in the process and the importance of it. Honestly, when I first thought of therapy, the way I thought of it is, well, you go, they work on this, and then you learn it over time, or you go this often. I mean, I knew ideally what the concept was, but I didn't have a really good understanding until Dakota was in therapy. And some of the conversations that I had with Dakota's first physical therapist that he had helped me understand that the way therapy was going to be working. We just sat down and had a conversation and just asked me what we wanted to work on, what we wanted to see him be doing, and just really sat down and told me, I'm going to be providing you with tools and resources and techniques and activities to help you help Dakota. But if you don't implement them outside of therapy, it's not going to work because that is the big piece of therapy is that it is a tool and it is a resource. So you have to take these activities and you have to implement them into your everyday life for those activities and things to work in your child to grow and develop and learn these things. Because with Dakota, it does take a lot of repetition, a lot of time, and it takes a lot for him to understand what we want him to do. And that's where I have to work every day. Every day I am a therapist. I am teaching him new things. And even if it is as simple as cleaning up his toys, it doesn't look like that's that big of a deal, but it is a put in task that he had to learn over years. And just like holding quadruped or crawling, it has taken years of him just constantly being redirected to go up into the crawling position for him to finally understand how to crawl. After a lot of repetition, things click with Dakota, but it takes a lot of repetition. And for some things, it's taken years. Just remembering that when your child is in therapy and you're receiving those services to be implementing them in everyday life. And it is hard and it does become a job, but the way to think about it is really everything that a special needs child does is a job. They are working hard. Their brain is working a lot just to do the typical things a typical child would do. So when Dakota was in the NICU, he did receive therapy services from 
speech therapy and physical therapy. Speech worked on feeding and just helping him with taking a bottle and making sure he wasn't choking, as well as teaching me the appropriate way to feed him and helping me help Dakota. For physical therapy, a lot of it was just getting Dakota up and out of bed and teaching me some stretches and exercises that I could do with him to help just get his limbs moving, get his arms and legs some exercise because yes, even though a baby at one and two months old isn't doing a lot at home, there would still be a little bit of a different environment where they would have more range of motion, different positions they would be in throughout the day where it is really hard when you're at a bed spot. You can only do so much besides the bed spot sitting in a chair. So just trying to make sure we are getting some movement in his arms and legs and just getting him up and moving as well as some of his stretches while he was in the NICU because they are kind of confined to only a couple positions, especially for children who might be there for a lot longer. It is important to get those other therapy services in that even if they weren't in the hospital that they would be receiving and that kind of goes along the lines with other hospital stays that Dakota had when he had his feeding tubes placed we were in the hospital for a month so speech OT and physical therapy all stopped by and just asked me how we were doing what we were working on and just kind of gave me some tips as well as some equipment and anything that I might need to kind of help him and just making sure he's still getting his therapy services even though he was in the hospital. So it's just a nice reminder and a piece of advice to have that even if you are having a hospital stay, you still have access to those resources. So if you know your child is going to be having a long hospital stay, maybe reaching out to those services and seeing if you can get them provided while they are inpatient. So that way, even though, yeah, you might not be able to work on every skill, you can still kind of work on things. And for me personally, it helped keep my mind off the hospital stay and got me focused on other things and just kind of normal life things that we would be doing even if we weren't in the hospital. Once Dakota was out of the NICU, he then started receiving therapy services through First Steps. First Steps is a statewide program that is for children with developmental disabilities to provide them with therapy services from birth until three years old because of the fact that Dakota was in the NICU. He didn't start therapy outpatient through First Steps until he was three months old. But what was really nice is that we set up with First Steps and received physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, and a developmental interventionist. And while we were getting those services, Dakota was in the kids club. And so his therapist could go to his daycare and provide the therapy services there. I would meet them there because the whole setup of first steps is really helping you as a family. You set up a IFSP, which is goals for your child. It is a individual family service plan. You have a meeting and you set up your goals, what you would want your child to work on, areas of improvement and then you just establish those goals and you work on them every week and every I can't remember now but every so often you get back together the therapists track and monitor those goals so when you meet back together you can say what goals you've met set new goals and just continually work on helping your child but all during that whole entire time those therapists are also helping you they're giving you tools ideas exercises, activities that you should be doing and implementing, and they're helping you teach your child because with a special needs child, 
it isn't as easy to teach them things. You have to go about teaching them things a little bit different as well as a lot of repetition. So we loved that we were able to get first steps and what was really nice is with my working schedule, they were able to meet my needs and provide those therapy services to Dakota at the kids club when he was at daycare. And I would go to the daycare and we would have our therapy there, we would meet, we would do the therapy sessions, and then I would implement them in everyday life. So once Dakota turned three, he did age out of first steps. And typically the way that that transition looks is they help transition your child to preschool. Unfortunately, we had a little bit of a hiccup when we did transition Dakota to the preschool we wanted him to go to. It just didn't work out. It was a really bad experience. So we pulled him out of that preschool and we sent him back to the kids club. Well, since he had already aged out of first steps, we needed to set some therapy up. And thankfully, the kids club had a company that they work with who worked kind of inside kids club and provided therapy services to the children at kids club so for a short time he received some therapy through a therapist at kids club since our plans for preschool really fell through and it didn't work out like we wanted i started looking into other options and choices for dakota to be able to attend preschool and it was suggested to me from his pediatrician that we look into the perlman center through our local children's hospital so we had to have a referral from his pediatrician to be able to attend, and they did this whole assessment. But what the Perlman Center is, is it's more of a group therapy setting with a preschool environment. So the way that it works is we did an evaluation and an assessment, and they determined that they think it would be really good for Dakota. And once he attended, he would go two days a week for roughly three hours, and I would take him, I would drop him off, and he would attend pretty much a preschool environment. But what was really nice about it was that the individuals who worked in the classroom were occupational, physical, and speech therapists, as well as a teacher. And then they did have a few aides. And the classroom was extremely small. There were only five to six kids in one group. And they had multiple groups because it was only two days a week. So they could have multiple groups of kids but the way that the whole environment worked was that your child was receiving therapy in more of a group setting in a group atmosphere but still receiving one-on-one -on -one therapy services as well as getting some good structure and schedule from a preschool environment setting so this way it was helping prepare them for kindergarten because once they did age out of Perlman he was five and he would go on to kindergarten. But I really liked that this style of therapy switched it up for Dakota because we had always done one-on-one -on -one therapy and it was nice, even though he was still getting one-on-one -on -one therapy services from these therapists, it was nice to see him in a group setting and learning with other kids because a therapist might be working with another child, so Dakota might be working with two or three children on playing and taking turns and sharing. Things that, that can be worked on in a smaller group setting, and it's easier because there were five to six kids in the classroom at a time, but there were always roughly five staff members in the classroom. So there were enough people and individuals in the classroom to make sure that the children were getting that one-on-one -on -one environment, but also becoming aware of their surroundings because that is something Dakota still struggles with. He is clueless that things are going on around him. 
he is focused on his own bubble. And it's not that he doesn't like sharing. I just don't think he understands that concept. So putting him in that setting, I think, really helped him. He still has a long ways to go, but I liked the idea of switching it up. And he did make a lot of progress while he was in Pearlman. And I think the switch up also kind of helped him because right before we did start Pearlman, he'd kind of plateaued, which is extremely common with therapy. So they're making all these strides and making all this progress and then bam, we're at a standstill and they're not making a lot of progress. So I think the switch up really helped Dakota and it kind of bumped him to work on skills that we hadn't worked on before because it was individual one-on-one therapy. So that was really nice. When he did turn four, we did go ahead and enroll him in the preschool through our public school, which is where Dakota was going to be going to kindergarten anyways. And our thought behind that was just getting him enrolled in school and getting him set up with the school so that way they can become familiar with him prior to him starting kindergarten. So he did receive speech therapy, physical therapy, and occupational therapy through school once he was in preschool, but it wasn't as much as he was receiving through children's um, and it wasn't as frequent because Dakota still missed a lot because of the fact that he was going to Perlman. It was only half day. He had doctor's appointment, but it was nice to get him established in the school and they become familiar with Dakota. So that way, when they did see him, they knew who he was and it wasn't like learning all over again. It, it kind of just got our foot in the door and got him ready for kindergarten. So once he did age out of Perlman, we enrolled him into kindergarten. And like I said, we had already enrolled him in preschool at that school. So it was a very smooth transition over from preschool to kindergarten. But enrolling him in kindergarten and preschool is when we started into the whole journey of IEPs and setting goals for school. And so now that he is in school, he does have therapy services that he receives. He gets speech therapy, occupational therapy, and physical therapy on a weekly basis. But aside from that, We also have taken it upon ourselves to get him therapy through our local children's as well. Now, we don't do it as often as he used to get it because he does receive those therapy services at school. So we've decided to do kind of intermittent therapy through our local children's. So we take breaks and right now Dakota's in physical therapy, but we've been working on that since January. So here in the next couple months, we'll probably take a break from physical therapy and we'll pick back up our OT and speech co-treat that we like to do because we like to pair them together. So that way we can work on feeding and other skills as well. And it's nice to be able to utilize those other therapy sources that are out there, like through our local children's hospital. Therapy has just been a huge piece of our life over the last almost seven years since Dakota was born that I try to utilize and use all of the resources available to us because it isn't just beneficial to Dakota, but it is also beneficial to me. I just feel like there's never enough information that I can learn. I I need to learn it all to be able to help Dakota to the best of my abilities. And I think that therapy has really been that huge tool for me. It has taught me how to take what we're learning and implement it into our everyday life. I use holidays as an opportunity to build Dakota's therapy supplies. For his first birthday, we built him a sensory table and I made sensory bins. Just trying to build his supplies at home so that way I can provide 
more services to him at home and also breaking things down and making it just easier for him to learn and explore his environment and understand and grow and develop because it does take a lot of work for him to grasp an activity that it might take another child 10 minutes to do. It might take Dakota years. And so trying to just make sure that our environment and our home is set up for Dakota to be able to learn the best that he can and utilizing things that we have at home is just something I try to do every day. And it has been really beneficial to this past year. Because of COVID, we've had to do virtual therapy. We've also had to kind of take a break from therapies when we really didn't want to. And I had to step in and make sure we were still working on all of those same skills, even if he wasn't in therapy. And we are doing virtual school. And he is in school getting virtual therapy from his school therapist. And it's been nice having all of these resources at home that even though the world around us shut down and we had to shut down due to COVID, Dakota still made amazing gains. In the last year, he learned to crawl. He learned to understand how to use pet cards appropriately to communicate. He's learning to hold writing utensils. He has made such amazing gains, and it's because I have been able to implement therapy into our everyday life. So even though everything around us shut down, our lives didn't skip a beat. We still had all of those resources at home so that I could better help Dakota. And honestly, 2020 was Dakota's best developmental year yet. He learned so much in a year and it makes me regret not being able to be home with him prior to COVID. It showed me how important that one-on-one is with him and that everyday life, how important it is. And if I wasn't working on these things at home, he wouldn't have made all of these gains. So it just goes to show how important therapy has been, not only for Dakota, but also for myself. It has educated me to the ability to be able to effectively provide him therapy services at home, even when we're not going to therapy. I just think therapy is such a great tool and it has provided me with the ability to help Dakota at home even when we don't have access to all of our resources and it's something that I truly think parents could benefit more from and I think more people should have the ability to be able to receive these services or even just some sort of support group to provide this information to other families even if their child doesn't have special needs. I just think it's so beneficial to learn all of these tools and resources just to help your child and I think every parent could benefit from that whether they're special needs or not a special needs parent. So with all of that being said, I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I think I'm going to stop here because Therapy is something I could probably talk about for hours because I am so passionate about therapy because it has helped us so much and has played such a huge piece in Dakota's life. Next week, I want to go in a little bit of a different route. There is an organization called Free Throw for Kids, and I have some exciting things coming up for the month of April that I want to share with you guys. So I really hope that you stay tuned and check that out. And as always, thank you all so much for the support. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.